0: Uh, The US dollar is trading at 109.4 against the Japanese yen. Do please join me again tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock for Money Talk. Coming up after the news, back chats with Hugh Chiverton and Rachel Cartland. An update on the weather forecast before that. Mainly cloudy, one or two light rain patches in the morning and at night. The maximum temperature is going to be about 19 degrees and it's still windy with light rain tomorrow. The weather will improve towards the weekend. Right now, temperature is 17 degrees, 92% relative humidity. 8.30 and a half, here's Ben Che with the half-hour news. The death toll from the Wuhan virus outbreak has risen to at least 490 after authorities in Hubei reported 65 new fatalities this morning. In its daily update, the Health Commission in the province, hardest hit by the virus, also revealed that new infections had jumped by 3,156. More than 24,000 people have now caught the new coronavirus in China. The World Health Organization says the steps taken by China to fight the new coronavirus have given the rest of the world a window of opportunity to stop the disease becoming a broader global crisis. Its Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus said only 1% of all cases had been found outside China, and tackling the virus at its epicenter in Wuhan was the best way of stopping its spread. But he complained that developed countries were failing to share information and stressed that now is the time for everyone Want to prepare.
1: Of the 176 cases reported outside China so far, WHO has received complete case report forms for only 38% of cases. Some high income countries are well behind in sharing this vital data.
0: At least 10 passengers on a cruise ship in Yokohama are reported to have tested positive for the new coronavirus. Public broadcaster NHK and other media cite the Japan's health ministry as saying the vessel carrying over 3,700 people has been quarantined in the Tokyo port as those on board are tested for the disease. An 80-year-old passenger was diagnosed with the Wuhan virus in Hong Kong after he left the ship here on January the 25th. Health authorities in Hong Kong are warning of a community-wide outbreak of the Wuhan virus after reporting three more locally contracted cases and Hong Kong's first fatality yesterday. A 25-year-old man was latest and the youngest to be so far, to so far be diagnosed the city's 18th confirmed case. He's said to, to live in Sun Tin Wai Estate in Sha Tin and hasn't traveled in the past 14 days. Four other patients are also believed to have caught the new coronavirus in Hong Kong. The Hospital Authority Employees' Alliance says it will step up its action if Carrie Lam refuses to meet them for face-to-face talks this morning. The Alliance's chairperson, Winnie Yu, says more workers could also join the strike when it enters its third day. She says Hong Kong is on the verge of a community outbreak and is up to the CE to deal with the problem.
2: We think the situation is caused by the irresponsibility of the go- Hong Kong government. So we have to point to the government so we have to directly go to the C office to find Carrie Lam to settle this this problem It's the responsibility of the government to stop the Wuhan pneumonia outbreak in Hong Kong from entering Hong Kong from
1: mainland China to shut the border
0: the news from RTHK
3: Good morning and welcome to Backchat. I'm Hugh and Your co-host today is Karen Ko. Karen, good morning to you. Hi, good morning, Hugh. So Hong Kong has recorded now its 18th confirmed case of the Wuhan virus with a 25-year-old man becoming the latest and the youngest to be diagnosed. That brings the total of locally acquired infections to five. And yesterday also saw the first death in Hong Kong linked to the coronavirus. The Hospital Authority Employees Alliance says at least 7,000 people took part in the second day of the strike yesterday and that more workers could join the action today. They want the government to completely seal the border with the mainland. And the DAB meanwhile has criticised Carrie Lam saying that she ordered officials not to wear masks unless they are sick. And they say that this will only add panic in society over the lack of masks. What are your thoughts on developments and on the strike? Is it too late to close the border completely? Do we need masks? Let us know your thoughts. You can leave a message on our Facebook page, Bankchat and RTHK Radio 3. Uh, you can uh, email us. Our address is bankchat at rthk.hk or you can uh, always give us a call. And uh, Our number is two three three eight eight two six six. That's two three three eight eight two six six. And we look forward to hearing from you. Uh, in the second part of the programme. Uh, the plan is for us to uh, talk to Fernando Chung, a Labour Party lawmaker and also to uh, Carol Ng who's chairperson of the Confederation of uh, Trade Unions. We had uh, quite a few uh, uh, emails yesterday uh, criticising uh, pr- her presence and her association with uh, uh, with the strike. Well, if you want to talk to her directly and express those views and ask questions and hear what she's got to say, then uh, as ever, give us a call. Uh, the number is two three three eight eight two six six two three three eight eight two six six. We look forward to uh, hearing from you. Uh, And, of course, we also look forward to your uh, emails and uh, comments. Uh, Let's go through some of the uh, emails that uh, we've received uh, between programmes. First of all, this is from Tomas, uh, who says, Dear Backchat, uh, thank you for having your guest. This was yesterday, Dr Sarah Borwine. She was very informative and she could also say, I don't know. This, is, says Tomas, is in contrast to our government, which sometimes pretends to know better or answers questions while looking the other way. During SARS, it was said that the virus could survive up to 20 days outside the human body, especially on s- smooth surfaces like metal or plastic. What about the lifetime of the Wuhan virus outside of the human body? Uh, also the question persons who carry the virus but don't yet show any symptoms can they transfer the living virus already to services outside the human body uh, dr borwine said it's not yet established that the virus might die out because of warmer weather um, not alone because of the incubation uh, period of the virus china and hong kong must be prepared that this epidemic will last very much longer than SARS, so will be will be economic pains. This is a black swan. The saying goes, prediction is very difficult, especially if it's about the future. But Hong China or Hong Kong may have already had some epidemiology. And uh, mathematical modeling of this epidemic might run or run its course. Uh, question Is our Department of Health in the know? And will the Hong Kong government be transparent and let the Hong Kong people know the true picture? That comes uh, from Thomas. And uh, Doreen says I'm happy, I'm so happy to see how Helena Wong cares about people her, here with her calls, for example, to quarantine people in the PLA barracks. But why didn't she? Uh, ...demand that Hong Kong close the border with Macau... uh, ...which has still not closed its border with China just in case people from China try to enter Hong Kong through Macau? And why did she not call on the Hospital Authority Employees Alliance to reconsider its advocacy of further strike action? Or why did the Hospital Hospital Authority Employees Alliance not immediately call off the strike after the additional border closures, news of the negative impact of the strike on health services, the death of a 39-year-old man, or the announcement of two additional cases so that local people can be better cared for. This is simply added proof these people are an ethical attention whores who care more about making a political statement than the actual welfare of people here. And that comes uh, from Doreen. Uh, okay, well, uh, joining us now, uh, a little earlier than planned, we, ha- we have uh, Fernando Chung, the Labour Party lawmaker. Mr Chung, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. What, what's your stance on, on this uh, industrial action by the uh, the Hospital Authority Employees Alliance? Do you support it?
4: Oh, I'm in support of them. Uh, I think uh, there's no other way but to support our medical staff given the situation that's really desired, uh, And without closing the border, we are uh, almost like sending them to a very dangerous situation, uh, putting them on extreme high risk and without medical staff helping uh, patients and helping all those who are affected then uh, we would be of course uh, uh, the, 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 the results would be disastrous so uh, there's only one way uh, that we have to uh, put the pressure on government to make it act decisively to close the border. So
2: this is something that we have to do. But Fernando Chung, I mean, how realistic is it to really seal off those borders when you do have people who as a regular life maybe live in Hong Kong but work in the mainland just across the border or vice versa or who have businesses there and who they just cannot simply abandon?
4: Yes. Um, but we understand that uh, various countries have sealed off their borders with China. Um, And we certainly understand that there is a population that has to cross the border uh, almost on a daily basis, some for work and others for uh, education and other purposes. Uh, Schools have been closed. Uh, Work has been called to uh, be suspended or... uh, if people can do home office, they should. Now, of course, there's still uh, uh, we cannot prevent people from uh, having a a proper purpose and needing to cross the border. So, for those people, we might want to need uh, help them with special arrangements. Uh, if there are people who have to cross the border to uh, renew their license or the visa. Then we have to extend the visas. Uh, the chief executive herself mentioned one example of that uh, for cross-border families, caretakers needing to travel uh, between the borders because of the visa situation. For those who may have a uh, residential problem, then perhaps we need to think of uh, using uh, a, a, a hotel or someplace to help them stay here during this time, if if there is such a need. Uh, For those who have economic problems, we may have to give them special grants just for this period of time.
2: Right, so there have to be exceptions. You can't just have a blanket closure of the border. And there's food which has to come in.
4: Yeah, well, food has to uh, continue to flow. We're not talking about stealing off the uh, goods. We're talking about humans. Uh, we're talking but about goods humans. are
2: brought here by humans, obviously.
4: Yes. So, of course, uh, drivers, for example, would have to cross the border. But then, of course, there is there has to be infectious control uh, at the border to make sure that uh, these people would uh, at least not be obvious uh, virus carriers. Uh, you cannot prevent uh, 100% there has to be some people who would travel uh, between the border. But then you, you, you're talking about stealing off perhaps 99% of the population flow. And that would be much, much, much better than what we're dealing with right now.
2: Okay. Do, do we know actually right now, um, even with the reduced border crossings, how many people are coming in and out to the mainland well, each day? Well, from
4: last, last night figures, uh, it's been reviewed that after the closure of further borders, uh, the number of um, mainlanders traveling c- coming into Hong Kong has increased by about 1,700 people. So people are, uh, for those who want to come, they find their ways because we're not closing our border uh, entry points. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if this will continue. Uh, and the chief executive says. The number has to go down, so I don't know. Maybe she will be announcing further closing uh, entry points today, or I don't know what she's going to do. But anyway, we're not talking about some um, small number. We're still talking about um, thousands of, even more than ten thousand people coming from uh, mainland who are not Hong Kong residents on a daily basis.
3: Okay, a, a, a few points. We have that email from uh, Doreen saying, uh, "Why not uh, close the border with Macau, uh, since people can get into Macau, get into Macau from China? Uh, should we yes. close the border with Macau?"
4: I, I think so, uh, uh, certainly, uh, because Macau has not sealed off its border with China, uh, and therefore they become a potential uh, risk. It's a, it's a threat. So uh, the only entry point between Macau and Hong Kong is the uh, the bridge. So we need to close
3: off the bridge as well. Uh, as you say, the, the you know you could say we're in a, a a dangerous situation. Is it really appropriate in such a situation for healthcare workers of all people to go on strike and suspend action? And they are putting lives at risk, and the lives of the most vulnerable, children and newborn babies and cancer patients uh, uh, and so on. Is that really what we need now?
4: Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I don't think uh, medical staff should go on strike. I don't think any human services professionals should go on strike. Um, uh, of all time this is the time that we they are most needed. But what are we looking at is a irresponsible act or response from the government that by refusing to close off the border they are sending almost like sending our medical professionals to 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 die they are already overworked stressed out that we do not have sufficient isolation rooms we we don't have sufficient supplies we don't have sufficient manpower. Uh, they are already working to 7-Eleven to the brim of collapse, and uh, we are still welcoming people who are uh, who has high who have high risk to come to Hong Kong. So, what are we dealing with? We are talking about um, breaking down the system on purpose. So that. This situation, there's really no other choice. I respect the medical staff's strike. I support them because they're calling for something that is very reasonable. They want sufficient supply. They want sufficient isolation room. They want um, a a reasonable arrangement at the border to close it off as soon as possible. So all these are responsible policies, measures that should take place. And without these measures, we are putting them at risk. So I, I think this is very clear. And if the government does not respond, I think that they are being forced into taking such an extreme uh, action.
3: Well, we're also joined now by uh, Dr. Kwok Kaki, uh, as promised, a Civic Party lawmaker, and I hope we can get back maybe to Fernando, uh, perhaps after the news uh, at nine o'clock. In the meantime, Dr. Kwok, good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, Thanks for joining us today. Uh, here's, Here's a message from an email from Ching who says, uh, we can see that while almost 200 Hong Kong doctors and nurses from the private sector, as well as their retired counterparts, have come forward and volunteered to take care of patients in isolation warmth, some people are busy spreading hate. Calling for an end to discrimination is not patriotism, it's just decency. Is that decency also deplorable to you folks? If so, would it make you happier if people of a particular origin die of extra pressure? Of, uh, as a result of extra pressure on Hong Kong's healthcare system caused by the strike. Intolerance for even the slightest deviation is so Maoist. Of course, if the Brits deploy their patriotism to disintegrate the EU, it serves certain interests well, and that's to be encouraged. If foreigners of countries you, can't, uh, you cannot control love their countries, they are to be despised, defamed and smeared. Chinese patriots are deplorable and other patriots are righteous. Unfortunately, many people would know your game too well. It reeks of desperation. That comes... Uh, from Ching. Uh, are you worried that there, there is xenophobia, that there is uh, discrimination uh, growing in, in Hong Kong with people's attitudes towards mainlanders?
4: Uh, yes. I, I, no, I, I think the issues of the um, people spreading their hate uh, through the internet is, is something, not the um, the main theme of the present right. I, I really want to condemn whoever uh, using this hate uh, message, you know, to condemn whoever. Because in Hong, whoever in their position, opposition, in Hong Kong we still uh, enjoy the privilege of freedom of choice, freedom of speech, and freedom of decision-making. No matter you, you opt for the strike or you're against the strike, it is up to, you know, people, their own will. That is something we treasure. But the theme or the whole issue now we are facing is really... You know, uh, yesterday is a very sad news of a uh, relatively young gentleman uh, died as a result of the Wuhan pneumonia, and we have, uh, three more cases which, uh, believed to be community acquired uh, infection. Now, this is a very alarming signal to Hong Kong that number one, the disease can be fatal. Number two, the disease is actually spreading beyond our ability. So, um, we we all know that the origin uh, of those uh, patient catching a disease must be from uh, Wuhan, uh, from China. That is, you know, undoubtedly the the cause of the the problem. So, throughout the world, throughout the world, people trying to uh, behave, you know, uh, stringently trying to stop the spread of the disease. And I think this is this is a very responsible act for any countries. Uh, not allow you know, the virus to come into whoever's places, because this will only cause a disaster globally if the disease is able to spread, you know, uh, in all the countries. So even China itself, uh, they actually doing, uh, you know, to ban the, uh, to, to ban the cost uh, traveling, like in the Hubei provinces, in Wuhan, they're actually doing a lot, you know, to, to ban the city's travels. And we all know in Beijing and in fact in Shanghai, they actually uh, trying to uh, shut down all the you know the, the travels, tourists unnecessary uh, tourists uh, and traveling amongst the city, uh, both to and from the city. So they with the same aim is to is to stop the disease. Uh, from the medical point of view, this new virus has no way to treat. All the measures are only um, empirical, meaning that. You know, on the trial uh, uh, phase, no one will be. You will be saying they confidently that they know how to treat the disease. Most of these um, new drugs or the trial of using the drugs, like for AIDS and for the uh, Ebola, is actually on trial and nothing, you know, really, um, you know, promising. So, that's why the, still we had a lot of mortality. You know, uh, just in China, we have more more than four hundred. Uh, Fatal cases, and in Hong Kong, the spread one. I believe that the mortality will definitely uh, increasing because this, this disease is spreading.
2: So, Dr. Kwok, as far as the striking medical workers um, go, uh, obviously we saw the government response yesterday, which was really just to criticize them, yes. and they would yes. like to meet with Carrie Lam. This morning yes. at ten o'clock, yes. but but honestly, you know, maybe the government response will just be the same. That that you and you know, we we just don't think you should be striking. So, I mean, how much how much longer should they keep striking? Because it does affect people who have other illnesses, who have yeah, other now, conditions, who need yeah. this help.
4: Now, um, put it this way: for any responsible government, I think the best way or the best solution is at least you. You would like to go, come down, and talk to whoever doing the strike, right. and this is number one. It's the basic. But unfortunately, you know, our government is actually trying to adopt a very um, aggressive approach, not not you know um, doing anything to calm down the situation, but to put <laughs> put oil on fire, put it this way, because um, um, instead of. You know, uh, trying to talk to the uh, union and the and the staff, they actually Carrie Lamb is accusing more, point, putting pointing fingers. You know, accusing the medical staff of ignoring the responsibility. I don't think this kind of activity will help in any way to to uh, solve this situation. And we actually wanted the government to at least to talk to the um, to the uh, all the. People's uh, all the staff involved uh, in the strike, right? and trying to you know to at least to listen to them what they want, and trying to give a solution. And after all, the request from the staff is very reasonable because they want to shut down the border in order to stop the disease spreading. And I think this is you know as a medical staff in the in the in the hospital system, the first and the foremost important um, mission is to stop. The origin, and that is, you know, the ABC of treating infectious disease. We all know that, you know, <laughs> the, the, you try to 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 cure the, the disease at the origin, and not, you know, going to do something, you know, uh, at you know at the very right back, uh, like you know, doing uh, treating a disease and isolation was uh, this thing, and because that won't help, it won't help uh, of. You know, they're trying to treat the disease. I've the disease is incurable. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's, it's incurable. And our. Isolation
3: Facility is very limited. Well, uh, uh, you say it's incurable. Okay, Uh, an email. This is an email from uh, Derek, uh, Dr. Kwok, you might want to answer, who says, "Uh, can you clarify about the differences between WHO recommendations on travel restrictions, the demands of the Hospital Authority Employees Alliance, and what most governments are doing? I think Derek is referring to the uh, WHO, which uh, at least a couple of days ago, says the WHO doesn't recommend and actually opposes any restrictions for travel and trade or other measures against China. If anyone is thinking about taking measures, it's going to be wrong. That seems to be what the WHO is saying, but <laughs> the alliance now, thinks uh,
4: from a medical point of view, I, I cannot understand the, the chief executive of the WHO in making the statement because, you know, restriction of travel and restriction of the human traffics. Uh, of carrying a disease is is number one. Uh, in any cases, if we want to spread a, uh, you're facing a very um, deadly diseases, which is you know able to cause a lot of casualties and fatality. So, what do we mean of the restriction of the disease? Now, I, I just want to quote one of the very uh, interesting examples uh, by <laughs> Macau government. Macau government, you know, um, when they restricting the travel of the people coming from Wuhan, they are uh, enforcing a rule that the people should give a certificate of health to guarantee that they don't have the disease or not carrying a disease when they enter the border of Macau. Now, if all the people traveling from China is able to produce the evidence that they are not carrying a disease, then I think it will be reasonable for anyone to to admit any travelers. But you and I know that is impossible. We are talking about millions of travelers uh, each, you know, each day in in uh, globally, and many of whom is actually coming from originating from China. And we know that at this stage, that the disease is not limited to Hubei or not limited to to Wuhan and. It's spreading like to Kwan provinces in like in in uh, our just neighboring city uh, in Samjeon, and we all this is fact that this disease is not limiting. In fact, on the contrary, the disease is spreading rapidly throughout the whole country. So if we knew that the disease is spreading, still, and the you know we take like the example, the half life of the disease is about two weeks time. So. Uh, any reasonable people would like to stop the disease by at least doing something to stop the traveling for at least two weeks, and then to re- assess and to see if the situation is going uh, to have a sign of ceasing uh, of the spread of a the disease, then gradually they can alleviate all those bans on the traveling, because that will be the time that will, all the people will be safe. To travel without the risk of carrying a disease, but otherwise, otherwise, if you are not uh, endorsing this approach, you are encouraging the disease to spread throughout all the countries, including China, Hong Kong, or whoever's places. Now, the point of view of WHO is quite different from in Hong Kong because WHO is talking about nearly 200 countries. A lot of these countries is far, far away from China so they have, probably they don't need to have any restriction because normally there won't be much traveler uh, going to China so they could you know carry out some quarantine um policy like to you know allow the people to you know at least to stay uh, in a quarantine facility in isolation for about two weeks time for example in order to make sure that they are not carrying the germs but in Hong Kong we are talking about you know at the least at this moment it's about 10 thousand travelers even if they you know uh, shutting down all those borders of only allowing three we we will anticipating there'll be um, around 10,000 travelers and many of whom is actually using the airport now we we seeing that a lot of the other countries is stopping the the flight not only from China is actually stopping the flight from Hong Kong as well the reason is very simple because if they believe that Hong Kong is no different from China then the electoral uh, response of those countries is to stop uh, you know uh, uh, all those uh, whiskey, all, all the cities at risk, including Hong Kong.
3: Okay. Well so we're, at we're,
4: the end of the day, Hong Kong will be banned from travelling. Mm, uh, from traveling.: and like, that is like, like China you is don't want. OK, yeah.
3: well, we, we're, we're out of time because we've got a break for the news at nine. Thanks for, for, for joining us, uh, Dr. Kwok Karki. Uh If you want to respond, uh, drop us a line or give us a call, two three three eight eight two six six. The weather mainly cloudy with a couple of light rain patches this morning and at night. Bright periods this afternoon. Temperatures up to 19 degrees, 17 degrees now. Humidity is at
4: 92%.
3: You're listening to the news on RTHK. Welcome back backchat Chat on a Wednesday morning with uh, Karen Coe and me, Hugh Chiverton. We're continuing to talk about aspects of the coronavirus. Um, and uh, we're joined now by uh, Carol Ng, who's the chairperson of the Confederation of uh, Trade Unions, and Fernando Chung, who's a Labour Party lawmaker, who also joined us in the first part of the, of, of the programme. Uh, if you want to talk to either of them, if you've got questions or comments, then pick up the phone and give us a call. 233-88266 is the number, 233-88266. We'd love to hear from you or you can email backchat at rthk.hk and we'll read out your comments. Uh, Backchat at rthk.hk or comment on our Facebook page as well and everyone can see them and especially if you've got longer ones, perhaps with figures and things like that, uh, facts and links, then uh, Facebook is maybe a better place. Uh, Some things don't work quite so well uh, on the radio. Uh, And just a reminder to uh, please not use uh, bad language. Uh, or insults when speaking of uh, other people who have sent messages. Okay. Uh, some comments um, relating to um, earlier developments and uh, the first part of the program today. Uh, Peter says, amidst the this is an email amidst the current coronavirus outbreak, Taiwan just reported fifty six flu deaths caused by H one N one swine flu, not the Wuhan coronavirus. Taiwanese CDC officials have stated publicly that H one N one has been the predominant virus type in Taiwan over the past three months, reporting seven hundred seventy one influenza cases with severe complications, including 56 deaths. This is a far higher death rate than the corona epidemic. If the striking healthcare workers, Democratic Party lawmaker uh, Helena Wong, who said we are not talking about race, anywhere an epidemic happens, we will make the same suggestion to stop people there from entering uh, the Hong Kong Employees Alliance and others demanding a complete border closure with mainland China due to corona ep- epidemic are truly concerned about the welfare of Hong Kong people they should also demand a complete ban on all taiwanese entering Hong Kong given the deadly h1n1 epidemic outbreak in taiwan that's spreading as fast otherwise they will have exposed themselves as hysterical bigoted cynophobes who just want to exploit the current crisis to further their own political goals uh and uh, that's uh, echoed somewhat in uh uh, other emails. Uh, Andrew Kaye says, another bad guest day. Your guest, I think that's what uh, was referring to, Fernando, has avoided every question and persists in political grandstanding. Uh, Toby says, uh, I listened to Fernando Chung's comments about the strike and it reminds me of his inability to condemn rioters', rioters violence and destruction without equivocation. He cannot simply say it's wrong, he has to find some justification. At least of all, he upset the very people who voted for him. Uh, And uh, one more comment uh, on uh, a... Mm-mm, similar nature from phil b who just says fernando what are you talking about the irresponsible people are those on strike and people like you who support them the issue has been politically motivated and is tantamount to uh, blackmail uh, drake says to listeners who like numbers please google statistics on passenger traffic it will lead you to a page on the immigration department on february the 3rd that's two days ago uh, 6,996 mainlanders entered Hong Kong through the airport another 1,871 came through Shenzhen Bay so with these two control, uh, border control points still operating I guess it's a resounding no, we don't have an effective measure to reduce tra- traveller volume despite the towering pressure and warnings from the top advisors of the Centre for Health Protection weeks ago the unmandated chief executive remains headstrong, arrogant and refuses to take prudent measures to prevent an outbreak. Bless her, she might soon triumph over experts with her childish arguments. CHP announced yesterday that case 16 and 17 were infected from unknown sources, making the total number of mysterious local infections to four. Director Chung even admitted, frankly, she would not rule out a major local outbreak soon. Congratulations, Carrie. The channel of local infection has been established. All borders can now be reopened for trade. We are, as many troll listeners had wished, one China epidemic at last. That comes uh, from Drake. And uh, S says it was extremely irresponsible of the head of the WHO not to declare a global emergency for the coronavirus in a timely manner. Just as well, some countries evacuated their citizens and imposed their own intelligent measures for safety. The local facilities would have not been able to cope with the demands from services in China. Also, this will help to contain the risk of pandemic. Hopefully, it will be contained by these measures in other countries Uh, and uh, responding to an earlier email as well uh, Drake says, Doreen is mindless Uh, we had at least two cases staying in ordinary wards for days before being diagnosed and transferred to negative pressure rooms they could have spread the virus to other patients or medical staff does that align with the welfare of patients? who is being political here? when top experts from the Centre for Health Protection have advised to close the border days if not weeks ago that's uh, from Drake
2: Okay, lots of different views there. Uh, Let's bring in Carol Ung, who is the chairperson of the Confederation of Trade Unions and joins us on the line now. Good morning, Carol.
1: Good morning.
2: Good morning. Uh, First of all, just addressing those people who are critical of this strike, who are calling it blackmail, who are calling it politically motivated, What, what do you have to say to them?
1: To understand one thing now we are facing a really severe epidemic from china into hong kong the problem for our healthcare professionals or medical staff they are facing unlimited amount of the patients importing to hong kong every single day now if you look at the strike itself if you Normally, people straight will talking about their own employment terms and conditions. Fair enough, then you say, people, you are maybe selfish, you look after yourself. But if you look at the demand list from these union members, they are asking to close the borders. They're just asking to close all the borders in order for what? It's to treat the cause of this virus coming to Hong Kong. They are just want to protect more Hong Kong people. And the actual fact is, for any mainlanders, if they arrive in Hong Kong prior today, already taken fallen ill, they're still willing to treat them. But the problem is they've got really undermanned power. they got limited resources to treat the people. So they need the, the government to action as quick as they can. However, the government's so reluctant or arrogant, whatever you call it, and just not willing to do so, still allowing every single day 20,000 people coming from the borders to Hong Kong. So what is the actual messages telling our medical staff? Just tell them, you just carry on working until you fallen down as well. So the problem now we are facing, if we having more medical people get contaminated, fallen ill, who's going to, to help the treatment to heal our Hong Kong people? So I think the people need to look into the real messages they are telling and don't forget for any first aiders or emergency services providers the very first golden rule for them to follow is prior to applying any first aid or giving emergency assistance to other people you must make sure you're free from danger now our medical uh, professionals they're facing this dilemma so they're facing limited amount of people coming in how could they free from this risk so that's why there's no other means for them to tell them to the, the government you have to close the border now.
2: So we hear that the Employees Alliance is going to try and meet Carrie Lam this morning at, at 10 o'clock. What what yes. do they expect to come out of this meeting, if it even happens?
1: I think there must be a list of the work um, Carrie Lam needs to agree. It's on how soon she can close all the borders, because the situation is getting worse. The death case arrived at Hong Kong, finally. So I think the union basically need to see her and make sure the answer they, they can get is, when will you do that?
2: What if she refuses to see them?
1: I, I don't know, because the union now is preparing another um, kind of action, is, um, escalating up. But I, I don't want to destroy the goodwill from any other side. And I just want to carry them and she'll listen carefully and we'll do something.
3: If you look at the tactics, surely, of this, this new union, you look at the membership of this union, you look at their demands, it's pretty obvious that this is really a continuation, surely, from the, from the, uh, from the riots, from the, uh, from the protests that have been happening over the last uh, seven months or so. Uh, is that any way to behave in a situation like this?
1: I'm I reluctant to agree what you say because now it's an epidemic the accumulated resentment from the public, they're, they're still here but now we're looking at the health situations of our society is deteriorating so the medical staff, they are part of our civil society they have the right to cry out now they are facing a very critical situation, if they carry on not saying a word, just doing the job day by day, one day they will fall in one by one and we will lose them So I think um, if some people try to link up entirely political drive behind the whole situation, which is not fair to our medical staff union members.
3: Uh, Yeah, Fernando Chang, Phil B. in an email said uh, the issue has been politically motivated. It's tantamount to blackmail. Uh, The irresponsible people are those on strike and people like uh, you uh, who support them. Uh, Do you want to respond to that, Mr Chang?
4: People who are uh, opposing the medical staff strike,
3: I like to ask
4: them if they think the demands from the medical staff are reasonable. Is it not reasonable to ask for sufficient supplies, protective supplies? Is it not reasonable to ask the hospital authority to prepare for a much worse situation, to have enough isolation rooms? Is it not reasonable? to ask the chief executive to steal off the border to to prevent more people who might have a high risk of carrying the coronavirus from coming to Hong Kong. Um, So, I mean, are they saying that these demands are um, irresponsible, uh, unreasonable? If they do think that these, these demands are reasonable, given that this is not just only from the medical staff, it's from... Basically, the rest of Hong Kong, uh, all respectable experts, including Kerry Lam's own expert, are advising the same thing. Um, then why are we saying that these medical staff are blackmailing? We are asking for something that has to be done and should have been done long time ago.
2: I think and the reason now- people think it's blackmail is because by removing... Staff from hospital floors. You are affecting other innocent people who, you know, who do have other daily imminent health concerns.
4: Sure. Yes. Uh, in fact, I don't think medical staff would want to go on strike. They made it clear. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, and uh, at the, at the uh, beginning of the interview, I said I wouldn't want to see any medical staff or human service professionals to go on strike at this time. It is uh, not something that we want to do. But look, what else can we do to make the uh, chief executive listen? It doesn't listen to its people and it has to force people to go on extreme. That's what it is. So, um, and even in emergency situations, like in the, in the airplane, uh, what would you do in an emergency when the, um, uh, the thing drop out of the ceiling for you to, to supply oxygen for you? You wear that mask yourself. Before you
3: wear that mask for the child next to you, I think one—I think one—point one is that this is a, a lot of people, a lot of our uh, people, who are, a lot of our listeners. It seems are saying that this is a, an aspect of uh, of discrimination. Uh, really, this is this is uh, reflecting and an encouraging discrimination against people from the mainland. Um, Andrew says, "Nice try from Dr. Key deflecting the xenophobia question by trying to suggest it's just a few bad apples on the internet." He's actually living in Hong Kong just now. Perhaps after the program, he can go for a coffee at one of the Kwong Wing chain outlets. Uh, so, are we the...
4: discriminating people from Hubei then? Well, we are already prohibiting from them from coming.
3: Okay, so you have this catering, the Kwong Wing catering, uh, a pro-democracy chain of seven restaurants. in kowloon and chun wan who said on its facebook page it would no longer serve mandarin speaking customers except friends from taiwan uh, they said we serve hong kongers orders can only be made in cantonese and english uh, and andrew says a hundred years ago it was us brits with the no dogs or chinese signage against outside some eateries so i can guess you can call this progress of sorts right and hey dogs are still allowed as long as they aren't Pekingese, i guess uh says uh, andrew fernanda chan
4: no i think um they're mixing up different things. Uh, the, the incidents that they mentioned have nothing to do with the epidemic and the medical staff strike at this time. If we are talking about discriminating people, uh, the government is already prohibiting people from Hubei from coming to Hong Kong. So they are already discriminating the Hubei people. So what, what, do, you, what do people uh, make of that? If they say that... Uh, asking people from the north of the border not to come to hong kong as a discrimination uh uh, uh,
3: carol can i can i put it to you i mean most of the border uh, crossing points, the main points, have already been closed, uh, as you know, by uh, by the chief executive. Surely the chief executive has heard your points and has responded to them. Uh, and, and it's coming down now to a very fine definition because for example, as we've been hearing, food has got to come across. There are people who, you know, uh, whether they split families and so on, who have a very good reason or maybe work reasons to cross the border. There has to be some traffic. Um, so we're talking about kind of spitting hairs here. Uh, Is it really worth continuing and even increasing your strike action for the sake of uh, these very small differences now, Carol? And
1: I think it's it's really important to look at which borders is actually closing or which one is actually remaining. Uh, If you look at that, the airport is actually remaining. And assumption uh, base still remaining this is a large amount of the people who are driving their private cars carrying both licenses between Hong Kong and mainland into Hong Kong offline into Hong Kong. so the amount of the passengers or the people actually could travel from mainland to Hong Kong is still large amount. it's talking about every day over fifteen thousand and the family situations we look into the family type, as you said, what Carrie Lam described is that. A closure of the borders that is encouraging splitting of the families, because someone carrying um, special permits to come into Hong Kong for three months period, look after their very young children or some of the elderly parents whatsoever, and these kinds of the people, they are rather low income as our understanding, or different nature um, of their earnings, they are rather relying on the low roof um, as, as, as the main place to enter Hong Kong, instead of flying. Who afforded to flying into Hong Kong or driving long way with the private cars into Hong Kong but have a split family? I don't think she's talking about the same kind of the people. So don't muddy the waters. It is the situation very critical to Hong Kong now. And our members want to strike again. They just need the government to act quickly to close the borders, the rest of the borders, to shut down the chances to bring a virus into Hong Kong and let them be concentrated to start the isolation period, 14 days, to make sure all the Hong Kong patients, no matter where they, where they came from, and able to treat and heal them ASAP.
3: Are you worried about the discrimination? Are you worried that um, there are signs in in Hong Kong that people are becoming uh, almost aggressive towards mainlanders? And and your action is making this worse? I,
1: I, I, I really not agree any kind of discrimination. And I never encourage that. I don't want our Hong Kong people to discriminate anyone from anywhere. But the actual fact is, when the government still not willing to close shut down all the borders that situations occur so saying that discriminating against the uh, mainland chinese visitors or our customers it's because the hong kong citizens wouldn't like to rescue themselves they they don't know what to do they should rely on the government if the government willing to do something they don't need to behave like that so again now the decisions back to the government
2: but you can see how, how it does look like discrimination against mainland Chinese. I mean, if you say to people, as for example, um, the Singapore government has, you, you cannot travel from China unless you are a Singaporean resident coming back from there. If we say the same thing in Hong Kong, then that's exactly how it looks that, you know, if you happen to have a Hong Kong ID card, you're welcome. If you don't, you're not
3: welcome.
1: The main thing is, unless these non-Hong Kong citizens, how do they able to prove they are actually not uh, um, uh, a person carrying virus? We, we are we are not the one to um, issue any kind of certificates to prove them. They need to prove themselves free from virus from their origin. But about local after you come back to Hong Kong, it should be on an um, isolation period for another 14 days on, a, on a, a separation area. So this is basically what the uh, public asking the government to do it. And we are we are not saying that to um, just close the borders by doing nothing. There must be a chain of the preparations and the um, the work uh, from the government they need to do. But they're just choosing the word, close the borders, that is impossible as an answer. This is not acceptable.
3: All right. It, so, so, some more. Sorry.
2: No, I was going to say, um, Carol, is there is there room for any compromise in what the employees' alliance wants?
1: I I believe so. In any kind of um, negotiations with a good will, at least I think the government can tell us and um, what can they do in order to fulfill this basic requirement to close all the borders? If they say they need time, all right, for certain administration's work, or for example, how soon they can, they can't just keep allowing over 15,000 people coming every day by doing nothing, by asking them, please, fill in a health declaration form, and please, honest, it doesn't work like that in a epidemic time.
3: Uh, Okay, Drake Drake says if there was free flow of guns into Hong Kong over the border and the government keeps telling us that procedures are in place to register firearms and we have abundant bulletproof vests, the police would strike to demand uh, to close the border uh, off guns. Uh, That's uh, from Bowen. Uh, Sorry, that's from Drake. Uh, Bowen says, dear back chat, it's difficult to decide which is the more tragic, the coronavirus disaster or the fact that the discussion today has been so contaminated by political overtones. And to bicker on whether it's practical to close the border. That's unreal. We've already gone over that, that discussion pretty thoroughly in the last two episodes of Backchat. Semantic games absolutely out of place in an emergency like this. No more juvenile suggestions about the drivers and other workers delivering supplies across the border. These people are small in number and they can be made to wear masks and not be spoken to at close distance by those on this side of the border. Mainland mothers' visas can be extended so they don't need to cross the border. Workers whose presence is mandatory on either side of the border can be stationed there for a while in emergency like this, some common sense, please, uh, says uh, Bowen. Uh, Philip says, uh, according to my information, Shenzhen is now the second most affected city with this virus, and the next two weeks we'll see a significant jump. Would someone like to shed light on uh, this claim? And uh, Drake also says, responding to Peter, that was about uh, H1N1, I think, in in Taiwan, and whether there should be calls to uh, close the borders with Taiwan. Uh, Drake says, H1N1 has already been spread to all countries worldwide. There's no use to ban travelling from any country at this stage. Uh, only foolish people would repeat this point for three days except he doesn't say foolish people okay uh, D says the second biggest, this is on the WHO uh, uh, advice the second biggest annual donor to the UN is China which has overtaken Japan Trump wants to reduce the USA contribution, WHO is part of the UN hence Tedros does not want to bite the feeding hand, that's on the uh, advice from the WHO Uh, and uh uh, TC says on yesterday's program one of the listeners, I think Ching, said that uh, commented that mainland Chinese doctors would never go on strike if Hong Kong spread an illness to the mainland and that healthcare workers are striking over bigotry. There are some fallacies to point out. One, the problem first started with hospitals in Hubei refusing to take patients from Wuhan. Later, the CPG locked down Wuhan. Two, I mentioned about passengers from Shanghai refusing to board a plane in Nagoya if Wuhan passengers were allowed to board. So don't give me this we're all Chinese, being Yes, the Shanghainese never thought about that. Don't start with bigotry. Chinese people are the last people who should be complaining about this. That comes uh, from TC. And uh, Fernando Chung, uh, Phil B says, uh, back to Fernando, uh, I didn't say the demands were irresponsible. I said the strikers and their supporters were irresponsible. Fernando, please stop twisting things. Just try and present a meaningful answer. comes from Phil B. Mr Chung?
4: Well, if... um demands are reasonable, uh, then why are we not supporting people who want these demands? Uh, are, we ask, are we saying that the, the strike is the means that is illegal, or are we saying that strike is the means that should never be taken? When their lives are at risk, we're talking about medical staff, right, lives are at risk. Why cannot, why cannot they, they go on strike to make this point and to make reasonable demands? And, and instead of condemning them, what have people done in addition to criticizing medical staff? What have they done to ask for the reasonable demands of the medical staff? This affects everyone, everyone in Hong Kong. So when while you are criticizing medical staff, what have you done? Where are you?
3: Okay, some more comments uh, from listeners, uh, drawing to the end of the program. Uh, Phil B says, ha ha, now it's six demands, not one less and uh, John says I can't believe the absolute nonsense I'm listening to with the amount of daily rising deaths and cases in China the nurses are acting completely responsibly by trying to stop a similar outbreak in Hong Kong and they know the resources available people sitting in their fancy lounges at home don't there is no question close all the borders immediately many people are not working at this time so maybe this is the time for the government to dip into its savings and help those people who can't cross the border to work in the form of grants or loans etc there is no discrimination Mainland people, this is about stopping the deadly virus immediately. Supplies coming in can be carried out at the border by locals working with the suppliers from mainland and distributed. Catch a wake up, everyone! That comes uh, from uh, John. And uh, Mike says, as a healthcare provider myself, I am against the blackmail-type activity of the hospital authority workers. Our government is what it is—a day late and a dollar short. Carrie Lam is a terrible leader that has press conferences fully masked. What? If she is so afraid for herself, why doesn't she act for the rest of us? Hope you get my point. Without further explanation, that comes uh, from Mike. Um, Fernando Chong. Just before you go, we've—you know—we have been focusing today principally on the, on the—the the issue of the border closure and the. Uh, the striking measures. Is there anything else that you as a legislator would consider as a, as a priority? Is there anything you think that the government perhaps now should be doing but is not doing?
4: Oh yes uh, there's a lot of uh, disabled and elderly people being affected by this epidemic uh, while uh, the government is asking everybody to stay home and closing uh, basically all of the day centres uh, for disabled and elderly, free elderly uh, caretakers are really uh, having a hard time. Uh, and a lot of the services are, because they are, they are closed, They're, they, they stopped, uh, they are stranded in, at home uh, needing further help. Uh, people who have difficulties um, getting to um, medical appointments or if they are asked to stay home, they might need to renew their uh, medicine supply. These people need help. Uh, People have difficulties uh, getting uh, medical supplies or even diapers. Uh, People who have difficulties assisting their disabled family members uh, in daily activities such as bathing, um, such as uh, uh, providing food, uh, home, use home uh, delivery, uh, personal assistance delivered to the home. Uh, have to be strengthened. All these services are uh, at this time not being strengthened and many of them are slashed. Who's also people who? in care homes are at high risk. Uh, the uh, medical supplies, including face masks, are in short supply, even in subsidised care homes.
2: So Fernando so Chang, who should who's responsible for some of those things that you just mentioned?
4: The government has to uh, look into it and provide more resources to uh, strengthen the services, to at least supply face masks to uh, staff who are working at care homes. I know many care homes are uh, in short supply, and they can only last for a couple more weeks. It is almost an emergency situation. And also people who are cleaning the streets, who are cleaning our public toilets, they are going, uh, doing their work without masks. Contractors uh, c- cannot supply them masks anymore. So we are talking about a lot of vulnerable groups, frontline people who are uh, exposed to high risk, and yet the government is doing nothing to help them.
3: OK, some, some comments to uh, finish off the uh, programme today. Thank you very much, Lee. Uh Jim says, why are restaurants still open? Why still filthy toilets? Why rubbish and dumping? Not only medical so-called professionals on strike, but also appears half the population, including police, firemen, traffic wardens are on strike or working half-time. Overreaction? Of course. That's uh, Jim's take. Uh, John from Saigon says, commentators, callers and emails are missing the context. The public health hospital system before the virus is already overloaded, and the doctors' uh, nurses knew that. Go to the public hospitals, see the patients in the corridors. Has hospital authority followed international infectious disease protocol? No. Has the government followed professional medical advice no c and the government is incompetent claiming discrimination is complete and rubbish that comes uh, from uh, John and uh, Andrew, referring to an earlier discussion with Drake, says, so, mainland Chinese people are akin to loaded firearms. Now, Drake, have you any idea how you sound? That comes uh, from Andrew. Uh, in the meantime, Carol Lung, thank you very much indeed for joining us today, chairperson of the Confederation of Trade Unions. Thank you very much to Fernando Chung, as a Labour Party lawmaker and also Kwok Kaki in the first part of the programme. Today, uh, Karen, many thanks to you, thank you Hugh. for uh, coming and uh, many thanks also to our producer, Angie man this morning the weather mainly cloudy couple of light rain patches this morning and at night bright periods in the afternoon temperatures up to about 19 degrees today uh, and the outlook still windy with light rain tomorrow and the weather improving towards the weekend 17 degrees now humidity is 89 percent influenza is spread by droplets to prevent influenza you should open windows to maintain good indoor ventilation
0: and observe personal and environmental hygiene always wash your hands Cover your nose and mouth with tissue paper when sneezing or coughing. Wear a mask if you have symptoms of respiratory infection. And see a doctor if symptoms persist or deteriorate. To protect yourself and family members, get vaccinated every year. To stay healthy, let's fight influenza together.
3: 933, the News Now with Ben Chair.
0: The death toll from the Wuhan virus outbreak has risen to at least 490 after authorities in Hubei reported 65 new fatalities this morning. In its daily update, the Health Commission in the province hardest hit by the virus also revealed that new infections had jumped by 3,156. More than 24,000 people have now caught the new coronavirus in China. At least 10 passengers on a cruise ship in Yokohama are reported to have tested positive for the new coronavirus. Public broadcaster NHK and other media cite the Japan's health ministry as saying the vessel carrying over 3,700 people has been quarantined in the Tokyo port as those on board are tested for the disease. An 80-year-old passenger was diagnosed with the Wuhan virus in Hong Kong after he left the ship here on January 25th. And the hospital authority says services at public hospitals will be affected today as a large number of staff members are anticipated to be absent from duty. It's said public hospital accident and emergency departments can only focus their limited number of staff on duty to the provision of emergency services. The HA appeals to patients with mild conditions to seek consultation at private hospitals and doctors. I'll have more news at 10. It's time right now on Radio 3 to say good morning to Phil Whelan and his guests on The Morning Brew. Hello. 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 How are you? Not too bad at all. Good morning.
1: morning. you never face supposed chat with me, Phil. Good morning. He's got the talk. Here